Good day. My name is Denzel Pillman and uh, I'm a life coach and motivational speaker and an author. Uh, today I just want to be real with you and I want to talk about potential. I want to talk about potential from a personal aspect, not from somebody's book, but really from who I am and how my journey has taken me and where I am today. Um, I want to first say that potential is, is not energy, gifting or ability. Potential is dormant and I understand there might be minds out there that will question why I'm saying that but give me a chance. The potential or the ability to want something or to achieve something is there but it is not realized. Did you ever hear the statement that he or she has potential? that he or she is going to do great things one day. I am sure you have, and I'm almost certain to 80% chance that you might have used that statement on someone. Am I right? Life is not about having potential and not doing anything about it. Life is about acting out on that potential to make it a reality. It's all good to receive the compliment. Now and again that you have potential, it gives you a temporary encouragement that you have more to offer. And bear in mind, I'm saying it's a temporary encouragement because after that encouragement, two or three minutes later down the line, maybe an hour, you had forgotten about it. But I don't want you just to forget it. I want you to realize that somebody out there, outside of you, recognizes that you have potential and you need to act on it. But if you only live for the compliment, then you fall short of the more. And because I'm saying more, there's more out there. There's more that you can offer the world and it's inside of you. If only you can take the time to realize it. So throughout life, there will always be people telling you that you have potential and that great things are in store for you. The problem with that is that you have been hearing it for far too long and never acted on it. You have never realized it. It is time to go out there and get it. It is time you begin to put action to what people are saying about you. It's time to stop having potential and it's time to realize and manifest that potential. Your manifestation of what you believe you have. I grew up where things were not always what I could accept as normal. I believed deep within me that there was always the more. There was something in me that wanted more. Surely there must be a better way out there than this. If someone said that something couldn't be done, then surely there must be a way around it, over it or through it. It must be done. It cannot just be settled uh, uh, to say that cannot be done. There is a way out. And that for me has always been my philosophy. There will be a way out. I went through life not accepting the norm, not accepting the status quo. It's not, not rebellion as the majority often term it. It is a stubborn faith to look for a solution. Most of the things we enjoy in life have been accomplished by people who believe the more and were persecuted as a result of believing more. These are the people who would not rest un until that untested opinion of others and went out there with inner gut, research and unwavering belief that something good can come out of every situation. These are the ones who change the world. And I want to be a part of those who make a difference. And I'm sure you want to be a part of those who actually can make a difference in your workplace, in your university, in your school. And you can make a difference even in business. So in my early associations with friends, I would always challenge myself to be better. In primary school, there were always there was three of us in the in a class that competed in the maths, uh, and we competed to be the best. 
not only in our class but throughout the grade schools. It was my personal conquest to expect more of myself than what I was giving. I didn't have a problem with knowing who I am because my mom always made it her duty to tell me who, how good I am. In the 1980s, standards of full education was classified as classes and, and, and standards and not grades as we have today. So my classification of standards for the modern mind, uh, which we'll refer to as grade five or grade six. Now in those years, my, my friends and I competed for the highest marks in school. I found myself achieving the first term, then the next guy and eventually more study would be put in and I would constantly arrive at the first, in the first three. What inspired me in those many years is what still inspires me today, just to leave a place better than what I found it. I always felt that, hey, if he can achieve that good mark or she can achieve that good mark in maths, I'm surely there's something in me that can achieve it. I need to apply more to that book, that study, because I know that the teacher all taught us the same thing. We all sat in front of the same teacher, teaching us the same concept. So surely there's something I'm missing. So I would go back and try to discover what is missing and improve. And so that the next time I'm bit number one and constantly there was an improvement. And that was competition, which was good at the time, but it really gave me a drive to want to learn and want to improve and not just accept the status quo. So having a mind like this did not come with, without its fair share of criticism. I have been misunderstood and told that I was a dreamer. I was told that that I would not amount to anything. I have been ousted by groups. I was told I was different and even rebellious. I was confronted and told to stick with the rules. In all this, I've had to pick myself off the ground where people have tried to put me. And years later, I have realized that it was more because I challenged them to be different that actually sparked the remarks. For others, I would never know, but that is what our world is made up of. There will always be people telling you what to do and how to do it. There will always be people telling you that things cannot be done that way or a certain way. Maybe you have become one of them. Maybe you have become one of them as well. Maybe because life has struck you so many times in the face and you have failed countless times that you have given in. I want to encourage you that it is not over. That you can still go back and pick up that task and you can still go back and, and do research and find out how to do it better. You can pick that idea up again. You can pick up your dream again and change your associations. Sometimes the people we associate ourselves with limit us. They limit us by their thinking and a belief about life. You cannot achieve in an environment where people are constantly pushing you down and bringing you to their way of thinking and their way of life. You need to reach out and become better. You need to realize that, hey, what I'm feeling inside does not match the group that I am with. I need to find the people that are actually doing what I'm doing and align yourself up. You need to be congruent on every area, what you're thinking, what your actions and where you're going. You need to be congruent. You need to align yourself. You have to break out and change your associations, make new friends, try new projects and visit new places, change the books and magazines you read, create the environment to grow and fashion your beliefs and dreams about who God made you to be. You cannot afford anymore to deny who you are for the sake of peace. If you are doing that, then you are dying, my friend, because that potential in you to be more and do more is crying out inside of you to be realized. You have to put, you have to study that concept of aligning different facets of that system in order to make it work.
You got to create that computer program that that others are saying it's impossible. You have to write that book simply because you believe you are called to write. You have to challenge the status quo in your working environment. If you believe that it can add value and prosperity to to your organization, then you can do it. If it is keeping you up, it's your potential, and it's not settling for mediocrity. It's settling only when you act and begin to discover what it is that challenges. You to do more, because when I look at you, you are the only one that has that major concern about your potential, about your dream. That means you can bring something different and something new that will make working conditions more pleasant in your workplace. That can make uh, uh, bring something new into our world. You can do this when you start living out your potential. Many years ago, my second job after leaving school was working in a shoe factory. I was hired as a general worker, and my duties included nothing more than taking leather shoes off a conveyor belt and putting them through a heater, and then putting them back on the conveyor belt. I liked my job. Don't get me wrong, but after a while, this became boring. And so I began to beat my time by working shoes backwards so that I could get a ten-minute break here and there. It is often with simple jobs you will find a way for things to be easier. In those ten minutes, I would visit colleagues on the line, people I'd grown to like over the months there. Some jobs on the line were more skilled, like putting a heel on a shoe or a toe lasting machine, which was responsible for pulling the leather over the entire shoe last to shape and glue the shoe together. These were the two machines that I had desired to operate. Two reasons: number one, because they mentioned that they were skilled, the only skilled people who could work on it. When I spoke to the people that were working in the factory, they always made that position look impossible for anyone to achieve. That made them the elite, sort of cut above the rest, and always made them to have their final decision on working overtime or improving work conditions. And it was always dependent on their moods. For me, that kind of attitude in life causes limitation because I have this belief that everyone is capable. Of achieving anything they want if they put their mind to it, I believe that we are all created with equal opportunities to become everything and anything. In most of my work experience, being promoted or given more responsibility was always a byproduct of what I was doing. I have always looked, studied, and researched better ideas at making my workplace workplace better. And so I set out to learn these two operations on the line. I watched, I asked questions, and I asked if I could try out the operations. Eventually, over a short period, I became totally efficient at working these operations. My desire to to be more and achieve more has not left me. I've never failed to see those concepts and ideas that God has placed inside of me to appear and impact organizations and people's lives. And it all started with potential. Today, I'm a writer. I'm an author of eleven books. I have traveled to other countries and I have led teams and worked in different cultural settings, encouraging God's people to become more and achieve more. It's my personal belief, belief that when God calls a man or a woman, He sees something great in him or her that He has placed there, and He calls them out. You are as big as that thought that God has placed within you, and you can become great for Him when you act out on that thought and make it a reality. Nobody knows your true potential, only you. So don't wait for for others to tell you, or others to make a way for you. Go out and create your way, and you will find that the way was already made by the one who created you and called you. Don't be satisfied with having potential, but make it a reality.